Hi, welcome to Enter the Bunker, where we launch you into thriving. Each week, we talk about a different virtue that can be used as a building brick to build your own personal bunkers. We share personal stories, as well as tips and tricks to help you thrive instead of survive. So sit down, relax, and enter the bunker. sick want to know something what? one of the things is leaking in the vault i think it's a can of like it's labeled apple juice from when the movie was filmed here yeah but it's leaking and there's like popcorn mold on it gross yeah yeah so it's probably not apple juice it's probably tomato juice if it's that big like if it's a big canister no i think that's one's ketchup the one that says water but this one actually says apple juice and i think it might be apple juice because remember alan's apple juice used to come in cans yeah i think it probably is because it kind of smells like it why would it explode i don't know sad purposefulness 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 means having a definite purpose purpose creates meaning offers a new sense of direction and helps guide our paths behaviors and goals when applied to life so that's pretty deep. Yes. But kind of got me thinking. Do you think every single person on this planet has a purpose? Hmm. So it's really hard to say every single person. And I want to say yes. yes. Right. But, but do they? I don't know. I think you can only have... Um. So if you consider every person in this world to be like a seed. Yep. All right? Okay. Seed has potential. Right. It can grow into whatever it was designed to grow into. Mm -hmm. It can also get planted and never emerge from the ground. Right. Right? Right. So if that seed never emerged from the ground did it actually fulfill its purpose right so like you're saying like maybe that seed had a purpose to begin with but are they doing anything to fulfill that purpose exactly yeah. exactly and i think there's a lot of people in the world and when i think about the world i think about like way beyond what we know in terms of like people online and things like that there are people who are living you know far away there's mi billions of people yeah who don't even have internet you know like right. it's like you know they don't they don't have electronics like we do um you know what type of life are they living and is it to the the like is it to being purposeful i think in some case in some cases they're they have an easier time living to purposefulness than a lot of people do in 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 what we call modern world i right. guess uh, because in the modern world it's very easy to not be purposeful yeah uh, because you get distracted Right? You right. get there's so many things so that can many just, distractions. they can take you away from being the seed that has the potential to grow yeah. to just staying in the ground and never getting anywhere. Yeah. And so that's why purposefulness as a building brick is something that's very important because that actually is something that you need to have in order to thrive, to grow. Yeah. Even if you're not distracted like all the time by that thing, I feel like that stuff can get in your head. So it distracts you even when you're not even looking at it or scrolling through it or doing it. It's, right. st it's still in your brain. Right. And it's like rolling around in there, which is kind of like anxiety or depression and things like that. So that would also probably obstruct 
purposefulness. It would obstruct it, yes. Yeah, yeah. What do you think your purpose in life is? My purpose in life? Yeah. Personally? Yeah. So growing up, uh, so I'm I'm a Baha'i by faith. Yep. And also by name. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but Baha'is are, like, it's a faith. It's yeah. a world religion. Yeah. Uh, and so um, the purpose, I mean, the, the purpose in life in the Baha'i faith is very clearly stated to to know and to worship God. Okay. Put simply. Yeah. Right? And it's only like what five words? Yep. Like so yeah. uh so and then but then when you take that and you extrapolate from that the purpose of to know and to worship God and what that means, it turns into a very, very big thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh so it ends up just kind of touching all these different points of your life. So to know God is to is to actually um, do a lot of what we talk about, right? With things like purposefulness and kindness mm-hmm. and, 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 trustworthiness. and wonder and trustworthiness, Creativeness. right? Creativeness. Right. Yeah. And the more we practice this, the more we, we know God, per se. Yeah. And, to, and again, when I say God, it's, of course, in people's minds, there's lots of different ideas of that. Yes, there is. But to put it simply for, for some perspective, think of it like a spectrum, mm-hmm. right? There is absolute all knowledge yeah and there's absolute ignorance of knowing nothing right right so god is the all-knowing right whereas the opposite what some people would consider evil yeah is to know nothing yeah. right so think of it like a spectrum and there's lots of space in between that where, where we're on our journey right yeah. so you may be somewhere along the ways you know on your journey towards the all-knowing which right. is God per se, which is the perfection of all knowing all things, okay. right? So if your life is to know God, to, means that you're on that journey towards the all-knowing, yeah. uh, and to worship, it means to have a reverence and respect and to actually uh, make your life like a prayer per se, then that becomes the purpose in life. That goes into everything you're doing, yeah. right? So just to give some perspective in terms of like why when I say God, yeah. that's what I'm like, in my perspective, that's how it is. It's yeah. it's it's a, it's a spectrum, yeah. and you're you're moving towards that. It's not some, you know, specific thing. It's very it's beyond even being able to explain. Right. You know. So yeah. I can see that. I just had to give that preface preface yeah. because <laughs> people immediately have their own preconceived notions, which yeah. we talked about before, right? Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely have talked about that. Do you think your purpose in life can change, or do you think it's there from the moment you're born? No, I think I think it could definitely change. Okay, because yeah. I feel like mine's changed, and now I'm not even sure if it, what I even about to say is even a purpose of life. But I'm gonna go ahead with it. Okay. <laughs> um, so before I thought my purpose of life was like get married, have a family, stay with that one person, have a boy, then have a girl in that order, possibly more. Who knows? Um, but that exactly that order at first, and just be a mom, be a family, like teach 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 my children and whoever like i feel like all of my friends kids are also my family so teach children that i don't know just teach them how to be good people and grow up so i felt like that was my purpose in life but now with me now i'm i'm not with my kid's father and so that was probably like the hardest thing because i honestly like that was my strive and for life like i just that's what i wanted so i don't even know if that's a purpose now that i'm saying it but now i can when you think about it it's changed it hasn't quite gone like that but i can still teach kids teach my kids and other kids to grow up to be decent human beings so 
I feel like that's my purpose. <laughs> kind of lame, but <laughs> it's not lame at all. No, frankly, I think that purpose. I mean, that, that's that's essentially your. If you want to put it into other terms, yeah. you are wanting to give to the next generation yeah. something that's going to allow them to go further yeah. than you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a lot of people on a bio, a lot of people think that on a biological level, that's really what our purpose is. And truthfully, yeah. you know, from a uh, you know, in terms of like a species per se, yeah, like it is what yeah. we are on a biological yeah. level, our purpose. Make babies and they produce more babies and they produce more babies. Yeah, and, and then have them go further than we did, right? Yes, so we're yeah. always, always the next generation is somebody who, it, or the next generation essentially gets to stand on our shoulders mm -hmm. and be able to see further and go further than we ever were. I feel like, but like nowadays I hear a lot of I can't believe people are even bringing kids into the world like this right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or yeah. Um, you see sometimes like conspiracy theories of, I don't even know if it's a say conspiracy theory, documentary, I don't know. I've just like read or even reading things, but like um, of people saying the farther like the bloodline goes, the I don't like to use this word, but the stupider people get. Okay. But I feel like we haven't seen that. Like, look what it, the stuff that we've created. But maybe we, I don't know. That's a pretty, I don't know. That's a whole topic on its own, I feel like. What do you mean by the further the bloodline goes, the stupider they get? Like, the DNA is getting weaker and weaker. Really? Yeah. So, as far as DNA goes, um, we know, I mean, what we know scientifically is that DNA requires diversity. Yeah in order to really strengthen. Right. So the only only lines of DNA that should actually be weaken, yeah. weakening are ones where are actually people who are staying within their own uh, within their own race and culture. Okay. Uh, and so because of that the diversity of of DNA becomes less and less. Right? Okay. Because every time they procreate and every time they have another generation, yeah. it's they're only going to be able to work from the same DNA that from the previous generation, the previous, and there yeah. isn't a lot of diversity. That our DNA likes to have lots of different diversity because what happens is when when two different types of DNAs come together and they clash, it creates something that's whole new and whole stronger. Right. right. And this hap and we see this consistently. And actually, this is why you can see. And I, I know there's not uh, some people aren't going to like to hear this, and mm -hmm. maybe you like it, but people Agree who or disagree, <laughs> people who, have, who come from mixed backgrounds. Yeah. Right. They tend to have much. They they have lots of strengths compared to people who stay in a homogenous type of a uh, culture where it's just them all the time. Okay. Right. So, in terms of like, because you said DNA and the DNA is getting stupider oh, I, kind of thing. Right? Yeah, but, so. but that's what the that's what it was pretty much. There was an example, but I completely forget what it was. But yeah, that that's pretty much what it comes down to. Is like the DNA is getting weaker and weaker. Right. Right. But now that you're saying that, then it doesn't. That doesn't even make sense at all either. Yeah. I mean, well, it's just one of those things that you hear too and read. And another negative thing on social media. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um. So yeah. Do you think like everything happens for a reason? Does everything happen for a reason? Mm. I like to. So to to say that something everything happens for a reason means that you believe that it happens for a reason. Right. If you believe everything happens for a reason, yeah, you're gonna find a reason. Yeah. If you don't believe everything happens for a reason, you're gonna miss the reason. Yeah. So again, it's almost like to me, if you can find if you can have your it's almost like the difference between having your eyes open and having your eyes shut 
Yeah. Right. So just because something just like it's it's easy to say that you know it's it's easy to say something isn't there if you have your eyes closed. Yeah. Right. But it still doesn't mean it's not there. Your own ways. And you're set. Yeah. Yeah. So if you believe everything happens for a reason, yeah, you're gonna find a reason that that for things happening. Right. But if you don't believe it, then you're not gonna find it. And to me, it's just the difference between having your eyes wide open or having your eyes shut to what's going on. Yeah. Uh, But by believing in having a reason for everything and looking for those things, having the perceptiveness (laughs) to be able to see it, another building brick. That was last week. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, then you'll be able to, then with that, you can gain more purposefulness out of everything you're doing, Yeah. right? And it, it, it contributes to the story, right? Yeah. Which is our lives. Right. So I feel like what I'm about to say, you're gonna be like, that's not, you can't, you can't do that. You can't do that. So I feel like all of the good things, yeah, I feel like they probably happen for a reason. But anything bad that happens, I feel like there's no reason for that. There's no reason for bad things to happen. No. Okay, so I would give the exact opposite and say that Everything that to me, I guess I'm talking. Maybe I'm talking to myself. I don't know. So when bad things happen, (laughs) again, uh, it it has to happen both ways. But I would say, right, it can't be one way or the other. I know. I would say that bad things happening are actually with more reason, yeah, than good things, yeah, because again, it's through tests and difficulties that we grow. Right. It's through um, the difficult times that we actually learn the most valuable lessons. Yeah, but like. Sometimes like such bad things can happen. Like I don't want to learn anything from that. Like what if you get into that mindset? Like I'm I'm kind of thinking about what happened locally not too long ago. Like that what what in the world could like what why what would what would the reason be for that? You're talking about the mass shooting, yes, aren't you? Yes. Yes. Okay. Like so, that's what I don't get. Like what can you learn from that? Like I guess maybe the <laughs> So off the cuff, without yeah. getting into anything further, yes, yeah. One thing I I personally took away from that, yeah, was the idea of guns, yeah, and owning one, yeah. Because what happened in that situation? Because traditionally, I've I've grown up in the city, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And for most people in the city, there's really no reason for you to have a gun, right, right, right. Again, this is one thing I learned from that event, mm-hmm. right. When that situation happened. That guy literally drove right past my street, like while that was all going on. He was like in front of the bunker. Yeah. That day. He actually went, yeah, he actually came here. Yeah. Right? So, but he also, because I live close by here, he yeah. also went right by us. Yeah. And when all of that That's was scary. happening and, and we knew it was happening, all I could do, like actually, like while I was at, I was in my house, it was a Saturday morning. Yeah. Right? And, all I could do was actually close my shutter, like close my blinds on my house and just make sure that this guy doesn't see us. Yeah. Right? But otherwise, we were completely defenseless. Yeah. If this guy, because so far we didn't know what this guy was doing other than going around and killing people. Mm-hmm. And he could just show up and then just fire away and there's nothing I can do. Where are the police? They're about 20, 40 minutes away out in Bible Hill, right? Yeah. So there's nothing we can do. So the whole idea of like, there's nothing we could do to defend myself here. Suddenly it was like, wow, if I had something like a gun, right? Now I understand, right? And when I was, but when I lived in the city, you never, the concept of like, why are these people so crazy about guns? Like, it was so weird to me. It was like, you don't need a gun, that's stupid, right? And so I had, so I had that attitude and like a lot of people do, right? 
But then once you're in the situation yeah. where you have a crazy maniac who's going around killing people and you're in a rural area yeah. and there is no police for a good half hour away and by the time a half hour is done, we've seen how much damage can be done. What are you going to do? Right. I actually started to think about, wow, what am I going to do for like if some, something like that happened again? Yeah. Right. So it got me thinking. Mm -hmm. It changed my position in terms of looking at why some people feel so strongly about being able to have something as lethal uh, as, as a, a gun, gun protection to be able to protect themselves. Because the truth is, is that in some places geographically, the police just aren't there yeah and they can't make it in time to be able to do anything right and yeah. there are clearly crazy people out there that went went on rampage right yeah. and it's not just here that that stuff happens it's no. all over the place this like, happens especially in the u.s we see yeah. that happen on a frequent basis yeah. but even in, in other parts of canada it's happened yeah but that was a very bad thing mm -hmm. it changed my outlook on guns yeah whether that's something that's significant or not remains to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but in terms of like how it affected everybody else, I think I think it did uh, have a lot of other people just sort of raise their their like heighten their awareness of just how vulnerable they are in such a circumstance, and have some people actually change the way that they're they're living. And I think it could have been changed one way or the other. Like they could have been more went your way, or they could have went. I'm I'm even more against them now. Yeah, because that's how the murders happened were with a gun. So right. Yeah. So they're just like, look at that. You know. Yeah. So a lot of people in the city were like, look at that. He had guns. This is why we have to get rid of guns. And what happened? The government did that. The yeah. government started banning all these types of guns. Yeah. Meanwhile, the guns he got were actually guns that were already illegal, mm -hmm. and guns that were already and and these were just like these were like mega assault rifle. Like yeah, the, the they kinds weren't of, your typical. The kind of arsenal this guy had was crazy. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Yeah, it's just you have some people are just like, well, if we get rid of it, the truth is, is that even with boosting the laws like they did, yeah. it would have done nothing to stop a guy like this right. because everything he got was legal anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, again, it changed my perspective. And even though I'm peace loving and yeah. don't want to, you know, no harm anything. anything like that. Yeah. The fact is, is that when bad things happen and there's no actual like enforcement or somebody who's supposed to be, be there protected. to protect you. You need to be able to protect yourself, yes. right? Yeah. And how are you going to do that? Personally, I never went to the way of I want to have a gun. No. I did though start to entertain the idea of stun batons. <laughs> <laughs> stun batons. Stun batons. Yeah. yeah. Because if you have a stun baton, it's like it's like an 18-inch device. Yeah. And basically, it's one of those things like it could be a bat, but then you can use the end of that and you can you can send a hundred thousand volts to somebody and they will stop them. Be cool right? if you could like inspecto ga inspector gadget it and just click a button and it goes even like it goes like fifty feet long. Yeah. yeah. Then you don't even have to be close to them. Yeah. So you can't have stun guns. Those are illegal. Oh. Right. <laughs> Darn. But the stun batons are, oh. are legal. Right. They're two different things. They're two different things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So so like stun guns are, are basically like those things you can fire and they, they'll go really far like, like yeah, yeah. a gun and, and zzz, yeah. yeah take you out. But a stun baton, like that's something I could keep by my door, just like yeah. I, you know, just like a baseball bat. Yeah. And if anything is coming to my door, at least I have something that could like disable somebody. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. At least try. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, do you think? What do you think life would look like without purpose? Life without purpose are robots. Robots. Yeah. Good so, answer. I can. I think I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you can almost look at some people and you can see that the purpose in their lives are just 
completely vanished you know like Mm -hmm. they're just pretty much going by day to day and they don't have anything really driving them it's almost like the system is driving them and they exactly and they've lost and they've and they've just they've lost all purpose in their lives and so they're not happy you know it's it's really without any feeling right and Mm -hmm. without really being human Mm -hmm. right so that's why i say robots yeah right because it's just at the end of the day they are they're they're just going through the motions like you know do this do this you know i've done that though i was technically a robot then yeah like just going through the motions of life and not like you know what i mean not working towards anything not doing like not having any goals purpose like it was just like wake up do the routine go to bed yeah and like i felt like i was turning into a zombie yeah like i was just it was same old same old and you like you really have to take care of yourself and do find find your purpose because i promise it'll make you drive way farther and you yeah. won't feel like a zombie or a robot <laughs> zombie is a good term too yeah walking yeah. dead walking dead yeah. exactly um do you think it's hard for some people to figure out their purpose comes naturally to others not so naturally like what's what are our thoughts there i think a lot of that has to do again with environment mm-hmm. you know like so uh again i go back to the seed concept yeah you plant a seed in the most fertile environment for it to grow and it depends on that seed what it needs right Mm -hmm. so if i have a seed for an apple tree and i go to the desert and i put it in the sand how's it gonna do probably not very good no it's gonna die yeah right but if i might do good (laughs) (laughs) but if i took that and i put that into you know really fertile soil that's somewhere in this region of the world because this is where apple trees grow then it's probably going to do great and it's going to grow to its purpose and potential right so i think that for people to figure it out like the the difficulty they have again it all has to do the environment right and the truth is though is there's no ideal environment for being able to discover your purpose because it can be like that's probably what makes it so hard then yeah because the truth is is that people who have like you know lots of money and power and they have everything given to them that they're in this ideal environment for them to be able to do well sort of thing yeah whereas somebody who was like growing up with like living on welfare and just like eating you know just eating craft dinner every day with a terrible diet and then just <laughs> i say that because we that's how we grew up right i'm laughing because like yesterday i'm cooking you're like are you gonna make that box of craft dinner i'm like yeah i'm making it in the microwave like a full box of craft dinner this is just yesterday yeah. so okay all right but we also talked about how we grew up on craft yes. dinner right so but like growing up on craft dinner and then just like living in an area that's just like not good yeah and you think like people have this idea in their minds that it has to be someplace that's really nice for people to be able to get their potential. Truth though, the places that the most potential and the most purpose is found mm-hmm. are in the worst places. It's in the places where they were denied everything. And it's like the difference between David and Goliath, right? The story between David and Goliath in terms of like, a lot of people think it's about like, you know, this big giant and this little guy took mm-hmm. him down sort of thing. But the truth is, is that David was just a shepherd. He wasn't a warrior like like Goliath was. Yeah. And he used what he had to be able to take down Goliath. And he fought him in a way that Goliath never expected. Yeah. And that's why Goliath fell. Yeah. Right. And most people don't understand that story for that. Right. The truth is, is that people who come from the most like the, the worst places, they can discover their potential in such a way that they just skyrocket out of whatever circumstance they came from. And that's just how life happens. Do you right? think it's because they have more drive because they know what 
like if you take like a middle class person for instance like they know what they can do in life like they know all this and like yeah it's there and yeah i can go get that when i want it but like maybe somebody like you're talking about there they they see all these these people and all these making big money and doing these inventing and crazy creative stuff and they they know that they they have to do this now or it's it's not gonna they're not gonna get it done in life yeah i mean they're like more drive is what i'm trying they to say need to have yeah they have to have the fire in their belly yeah kind of thing right and the truth is is that comfort takes that away entitled yeah as soon as you have as soon as you get comfortable with yeah. where you are remember so i talk i talk about this in the past where i talk about being in your die zone yes right yeah. so everybody has a comfort zone and they stay there yeah. right and some people are actually comfortable living on welfare and eating craft dinner yeah some people yeah right others aren't right. right but it's when you get out of your comfort zone like where you get to get uncomfortable yeah that's where you start to make some progress yes. but then when you get into your die zone like where you're like you're so far out of your comfort zone doing stuff that you would never do normally yeah that is where you really progress yeah. but the truth is is that a lot of people they just want to stay comfortable and so they never discover their like they never really pursue their purpose mm -hmm. right or they never even they may even know their purpose but then just don't do anything about it yeah so you need to have this fire in your belly and you need to be able to be willing to actually go beyond whatever you're comfortable with yeah. wherever you are so even if you are somebody who's like in the middle class or even if you're just a rich kid or something yeah. you know you're not going to actually accomplish what you can set out to do unless you get out of that comfort zone yeah. and the truth is people who are well off have a harder time doing that than people who are like struggling yeah right yeah. when you are in a when you're in a state of struggle where you're like in a state of survival yeah right then you have this sense to get out of it that's that's much more urgent right and so then you push through it to be able to and 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 it's in those times that you tend to be actually pursuing your purpose more than once you get to a certain level and you start to get comfortable mm -hmm. because that's when you start to not follow your purpose and then you get distracted yeah. by other things yeah. right yeah comfortable and i feel like procrastination comes along with a lot of this too because and you were saying comfort and i said entitlement but like i guess i mean i just feel like middle class or rich or even even some people who are what how did you say um not i don't poor <laughs> that might not be the well best way to say or... but not well off yeah I feel like maybe not so much, but more middle class and rich people like they're just like I can I can do that next month or I can do that in a couple of years. Like I don't need to do it right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so let's talk about animals for a second. Do you think we've been talking about humans and robots and zombies and whatever else? Um, but do you think every animal has a purpose in life? So like. Are they all moving towards a certain outcome or are they, I don't know. Like, I guess you could think, and now I'm going to answer the own, my own question. <laughs> Go for it. What about like, what's that thing called? Like the evolution of life? Is that? Or the food chain. The food chain. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I think every animal at least has a purpose to be in the food chain. At least. So you view all of animal kingdoms as food. <laughs> Does that surprise you? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, doesn't considering some of the things you you talked about eating. So yeah, <laughs> uh, doesn't surprise me. But I think uh, so. I, I'd say that it's not necessary. I, I think they all have a purpose, but I don't think they're purposeful, 
right? Okay. I think I think being purpose having purposefulness is something which is uniquely human. Yes. Uh, because it's something that's uniquely a choice for us. Right. right. And we have the the brain to think about that. Yeah. Well, we have. I mean, you you can argue about the brain. You know, like. <laughs> I mean, whales have way bigger brains than we do. As far as purposefulness, though. You think that's just a human thing? That's something which is uniquely human yeah. because it's something that's a choice. Uh, it's something that we need to discover. Uh, and these are things that animals don't go through, right? right? Or, or insects or, or plants or anything like that yeah. because they're, they're simply, they're, they're fulfilling their purpose in their place in creation right by being so, on the food chain by being on the food chain yeah <laughs> they're all here to get in your belly aren't they Kelly <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, they're they're just yeah they're all they're all they're all serving a certain purpose in the ecosystem yeah. right and but that's not purposefulness yeah purposefulness is where it's a it's a per, it's a process of discovery mm-hmm. and being able to actually get the most out of our lives and actually be able to progress in a way that is 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 purposeful Yep. but greater than what we're just programmed to do from a biological level. Right. Right. So in that sense, animals do have a purpose, but purposefulness isn't isn't something that's 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 part of their makeup. No. Thank you for listening to Enter the Bunker. Make sure to follow us on Instagram where you can share your story and also look at behind the scenes of how we make our podcast. You can watch the video version of this podcast on YouTube by simply searching Enter the Bunker. Tune in next time as we launch into thriving.